Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about John Wick Chapter 4. This is the fourth installment of this franchise. This is the last uh, this is the last chapter for now that we're going to do uh, for uh, for this franchise. And of course, um, Davis Stahelski directs. Uh, Keanu Reeves is back in this film, as well as Ian McShane, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, and uh, Lance Reddick is also in this film. Um, this is probably one of the last films he did before he tragically passed away uh, earlier this week. And, um, and of course, we have a slew of new characters to get behind, including Bill Skarsgård, um, Donnie Yen, uh, Yuroki Sonata, and uh uh Scott Atkins is also in this movie as well and this is basically this movie basically picks up where the part the third film kind of leaves off John is trying to John is trying to get his freedom back from the high table and um one act of defiance once again just like in part 2 one he breaks another sacred rule and this time the the entire high table is after him primarily Bill Skarsgård uh in this sense and everything like that so this film is basically if you take the ending of if you take the ending of of John Wick 2 the entire synopsis of John Wick 3 and then mix in the plot line of the the movie the warriors that's what you get with john wick 4 john wick 4 is basically the same thing i love the callbacks to certain films like westerns and uh things like that and you know old you know old school those martial arts films like you know if you grew up a big fan of like jackie chan films or jet lee or even donnie yen if you're a fan of those martial arts type films this movie definitely pay homage to that. This movie definitely pays homage to the movie The Warriors, um, and uh, things like that. And this, by far, is a damn good film. This is by far probably the best film in the franchise. I think it's better than Part One. I will say that. You know, it's hard to top that first film, but I think it is better in a lot of ways, um, as far as the action scene goes. The plot line is really good. The look and feel of all the places they go to, whether it's Berlin, whether it's um, uh, New York, whether it's all these places he ends up in the film and everything like that. Keanu Reeves has stated that, you know, he will continue to make um, John Wick films if they're successful. I think this movie's definitely going to be successful. Uh, this was a damn good movie. I can't say that enough. Um the look and feel of these films are just, they get better. It's like they don't, it's like how how much more can you do? How much more can you give us the pain and the agonizing physical combat that this man, uh, John Wick, goes through in these films is incredible. You know, a guy his age doing this, kind of, doing this type of stuff is uh, no doubt amazing, to say the least, and everything like that. And I think we get... Phenomenal performances from the new guys, Donnie Yen, Bill Skarsgård, and uh, even um, even uh, 
uh, Hiroki's uh, Sonata gives a great performance. Even though he's not in the movie all that much, he's in the first half. He's in the first half of the film, and then uh, he kind of disappears. You know, well, they don't... He disappears throughout the rest of the film, but that's because his kind of character arc kind of comes and goes, much like Halle Berry's in part three. You you think she's going to be in the entire film, but, you know, she's not. She kind of comes in, has her little scene, and she kind of carries on a little bit more, and then we go from there. Donnie Yen, on the other hand, has... His role is a little bit significant to, to John Wick as, you know, his his role reminds me of of Mark Dukasis' character in part three. The fact that he's got something, you know, holding him, making him do something he doesn't want to do, which is go after John Wick. And it's not so much that he wants to do any of all this stuff. It's just the fact that how much more is this guy willing to do? How much more is this guy willing to sacrifice in order to kind of clear his name and everything like that um the movie opens with probably one of the most shocking moments in all of this entire series and everything like that and i don't want to give i don't want to give anything away but the movie opens with uh well i shouldn't say the movie opens because the movie opens with this great horseback riding scene that you saw in the trailer that was really good you know, but there's a scene after that involving Ian McShane and, and Lance Reddick that really kind of comes out of nowhere, but it sets the tone of what where we're going as far as the plot line and as far as we and as far as we kind of do things uh uh from here on out. And like I said, man, everything about this film is just top notch. There's something about it something about this film is really just really kind of stands ahead of its time and I think the 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 John Wick films are are masterpieces I think they are somewhat of these guys are somewhat all over the place as far as um as far as uh action set pieces something about these films like the hand-to-hand the way it's shot the fact that it the movie like the people who make the movie, and I'm not talking about like the writers, I'm talking about like the cinematographers and everything like that, is the fact that, you know, this movie is made by primarily stuntmen. And, you know, it's like, all right, cool. They for sure know how to do certain things and do uh, and take care of business when it needs to be. And, you know, big, big props to them and everything like that. I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of ironic that I, com- I compared this movie to The Warriors because... The last act of this film is pretty much the entire setup of the movie The Warriors. The whole tribute to that and everything like that. Like, if you've ever seen the movie The Warriors or even played the video game, you'll get the reference of that film in that last act of the film as we build towards this final showdown between John Wick and uh, Bill Skarsgård and um, and Donnie Yen, you know, as we move towards move towards the end of the film into the final showdown and everything like that like it it draws inspiration from movies like westerns and things like that you know it it really paid homage to not only the westerns but the martial arts films the gang films and all that other stuff and things like that but it really did uh an amazing job just not only paying homage to those films but staying true to itself and staying true to the 
to the groundwork that it laid down because everything about this film is top-notch from the acting the action sequences everything it's like what more can you do like the look and feel of berlin the look and feel of paris new york city all the places they visit uh throughout this film everything just looks and feels phenomenal and you know if if i don't know if this this like i said keanu reeves said he would keep going you know if the films are successful, and I always, you know, shit, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, why stop now, you know, why stop, why stop at anything, you know, if everybody is really going to go out and see these movies, I loved the first three John Wick films, I was excited that they were going to do another one, um, I think I enjoyed this film a ton, way more than I enjoyed, um, the fourth Matrix film, and everything like that, but, you know, Keanu Reeves is doing something right if he keeps going back to these roles that are making him a main event star, or, you know, a bona fide star, I mean, the guy's been doing action films since the 90s, I mean, Point Break, um, Speed, The Matrix, uh, The Matrix series, John Wick, if you haven't seen movies like Constantine, uh, or, you know, I mean, the guy is just, the guy is an action star through and through, one of the last ones. A lot of people were comparing this films to movies like the Mission Impossible series. I think I would I would dare say that the the four the four John Wick films are easily better than the first four Mission Impossible films. Mission Impossible One is a masterpiece. Mission Impossible Two, although it's good, I th- I felt it was a dip in quality when it came to part two. Mission Impossible 3 was great. Mission Impossible 4 was great. You know, and, you know, and I, but I would say that I think the edge goes a little bit more to John Wick because I think John Wick 2 is way better than Mission Impossible 2 and and everything like that. This, like I said, these are phenomenal films. John Wick 4 definitely gets a 9.5 out of 10. There are some moments in the film where it, it does drag as far as storyline-wise and everything like that, because it reminded me of of some of the plot lines that they did in, I think it was, what was it? I think it was Fast 7, I believe it was. Uh, I'm not too sure which one it was. I, I would say Fast 7. I think it's Fast 7 when they introduced guys like Kurt Russell and everything like that. Which one was it? It's either seven or eight. It's one of the Fast and the Furious, but um, you know that it reminded me of that. Like it, th- like you could have taken that little subpart out of the movie, and the movie would have been fine because this movie is clocking in at two hours and fifty minutes. You know that's a nearly three hour films. But however, the one thing I will say about that is that I you never feel this movie is too long. Like it never feels that. I never once was looking at my watch just saying, hey, how long is this movie? Or, you know, anything like that. But because, the, you know, this movie's damn near three hours, but it's entertaining all the way through. Something about this film really resonates with a, with the movie-going audience. And I can't say that enough about these John Wick films. If you can, if you are able to see these movies in a uh, in a movie theater, I would definitely, definitely recommend it. You know what I mean? If you're going to go see a John Wick film, go see it in the movie theater and all this other stuff. It's definitely worth uh, 
I think it's worth the price of admission. So, uh, and that being said, I can give this movie a 9.5 out of 10. I highly recommend it. It's a masterpiece. It really is. It's definitely in the top contenders of best films, best films of the year. We're barely at the end of March. We're about a quarter of the way now. Um, we're a quarter of the way through these films and we haven't even re we have, we, I don't think I've ever had, I don't think we've this year alone. I don't think we've had a movie that really kind of stood out the way this movie did. And I don't think that there's a movie, uh, in the near, in the future, in the coming weeks that could probably rival this film. I my, to be honest, the only film that I'm actually excited for that's coming out in the coming weeks is probably, uh, the flash. And that comes out in, that comes out in June, you know? So that, that's saying something like, don't get me wrong. I'm excited for movies like fast, uh, fast 10. Um, you know, I, I do want to take my kids to go see super Mario. I'm hyped as shit for a lot of these, a lot of these kids movies that are coming out. I'm actually hyped for like, you know, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. There's a new Ninja Turtles that's kind of, uh, piqued my interest a little bit, but out of all the films that have come out this year already, uh, whether it's in the theater or whether it's in, um, whether it's in the theater or whether it's on streaming services, John Wick is by far the best film that I've seen this year already. I can honestly say it's the best film of the year so far. You know, I've, I might have to, I might have to circle back here in a little bit to see, to see where I stand on these films, but yeah, as of right now, John Wick 4 definitely is holding the number one rank. We'll see how the rest of the year plays out as we inch towards the summer release movies and everything like that. But as of right now, man, John Wick 4 is definitely, definitely uh, the number one spot. And definitely, I highly recommend this one. If you're a fan of these series or if you're a fan of Keanu Reeves, definitely go check out John Wick 4 in the theater. Uh, but that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Let me know what you guys thought about the John Wick series. If you have you seen John Wick 4, what did you think about it? Where do you rank it as far as uh, the John Wick films? and uh, everything like that. Whatever the case may be, let me know. Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse 21 uh, Be on the lookout for more stuff as it comes out. Um, Mandalorian episode will probably drop on Wednesday, I hope, depending on what the work schedule looks like. Next weekend is WrestleMania for the WWE fans, so I will be looking into that. I was asked if I was going to cover March Madness. I was, but now that fucking Texas and U of H are out, I don't want to fucking watch March Madness anymore. I was never really into the college uh, basketball because it was, college sports for me is kind of hard to keep up with because it's kind of all over the place and everything like that. But I know opening day is coming up. Next weekend is opening day for the Houston Astros. Uh, so, be, you know, I might talk about that. I might do the same thing. Uh, I'm Unfortunately, I'm avoiding basketball since the fucking Houston Rockets are avoiding winning. So, I mean... I don't know what else to do. So, you know, like I said, I do, like I said before, when I was talking about baseball and football last year, I do want to expand this podcast as much as I can. So you will be seeing, you will be seeing more type of content like that as the days and weeks come. Uh, but be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. 
And of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.